0: Behind the Knife, the surgery podcast. Relevant and engaging content designed to help you dominate the day.
1: Hey, Behind the Knife listeners. The weather's getting warmer, the days are getting longer, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for new interns to hit the hospital. Don't worry, though. We've got your back. I'm Nina Clark. And I'm Shanat Susheng, and this series will give you
0: some practical tips and tricks for dominating your intern year. Next up in our series is medical students. You've been a doctor for about 3.5 seconds at this point, and now you're supposed to teach medical students. It's okay. Take a breath. Today, we'll talk about how to do it without making it feel like we're adding too much to your busy schedule already.
1: Shanez, I remember when I was a medical student coming on to my MS3 surgery rotation, I was told by many, many people in the hospital that I should be terrified and afraid of all of the surgeons, and they were going to be so mean and harsh. And it's become since my personal goal in this life to dispel that myth. I think that working with students is one of the most rewarding parts of academic medicine. And as an intern, I think it really made me feel great about my own knowledge base, because I was (laughs) realizing how far ahead of these people that were just a few years behind me, I had already come. So I think it's a great opportunity for interns to really flex their skills and feel confident in teaching people.
0: 100%. And I agree with you. I am also on the same goal to dispel surgeons as this mean and harsh stereotype. And I think interns are also very key in this because you're going to probably get some of the most face time with them. Yes, they're going to be in the OR with the attendings. But in terms of rounding, patient care on the floors that's all gonna be with the interns. These medical students are only just getting used to a hospital setting. Even if it's like the end of the year and it's an MS3, almost about to turn to MS4, they still haven't done all the rotations yet. They haven't been on surgery as long as you have. So there's always little things on the floor that you can teach them. You're new at this, it's okay, give yourself some grace. They're even newer at this. So whatever you're learning is something that they probably don't know yet and can learn from you too. The other thing to remember is a lot of this teaching is going to be one-on-one. It's going to be specific with the med student that's on your team. You're not going to be going to a class of med students to give a lecture or anything in a public setting in that way as an intern yet. So that's another way you can take the pressure off your shoulders.
1: agree. I think the nice thing about being a junior resident or an intern on a team with medical students is that a lot of the teaching is so informal, right? It's just your day to day life that you're living with this person watching you and learning from you. So it's a lot of fun when you take the pressure off yourself that way. So we have heard a little bit about how interns don't teach, right? They don't do formal lectures. They don't have to know everything. But how do they teach? One of the ways I think interns can really teach is by modeling. You may not know the answers to every single question your medical students or your seniors or your attendings ask anyone on the team, but you know, or you will learn very quickly how to look things up efficiently and pull information from different sources to form a coherent answer to those questions. I think this is where having a running set of notes that you use to organize your reading can come in handy because you can show your students how that works. As they ask you questions, you can actually learn new things alongside them. You can share your notes with the students. You can help them access the resources that you use to come up with your own plans and learn about new topics. And all of that is going to make them into better learners and really reinforce your own learning strategies throughout the year. The second way I think interns can model their learning style is by thinking out loud. If somebody on your team asks you for a management plan, you can explain later to the medical student how you came up with it and why you made the choices you did. Similarly, if you disagree with a medical student plan on rounds or if you see them get corrected by somebody senior to you, you can make note of these things. These are all really seminal moments in your learning as a medical student. I can pick out times that I got something horribly wrong on rounds and felt horrible about myself. But an intern circling back to you as a medical student after one of those experiences and telling you how and why to do things differently the next time can both make them a better doctor and make their experience on the rotation so much better. One other way beyond modeling that interns can teach medical students is via teachable moments. I think you have to really think about how much experience you've already gotten from doing two years of clinical medical student rotations, and now you're coming to the hospital every single day as a doctor to work. You are very quickly going to have presented hundreds of patients, looked at hundreds of scans, and seen hundreds of procedures set up and performed. You're going to become an expert at these things so quickly. And doing so, you'll be able to see when and why a student is struggling. So really don't discount the amount of experience that every single day in the hospital is giving you as a teacher and an educator. A hundred percent. I think that another
0: thing that can help you take the pressure a little bit away from is that you don't have to find necessarily a dedicated time to sit down with a medical student and teach them. If you can, that's great. But the best intern teachers can recognize moments throughout the day and capitalize on the teaching moments and take a student to their next level. For example, as Nina mentioned earlier, presentations on round, you can help as students organize their thoughts, share your method for pre-rounding, how you're organizing your list, how you're shifting through the information, what key facts are you gonna tell during your concise presentation, but kind of anticipate which questions might be asked and follow-up, talk about how to come up with a plan, focus on their assessment plan section under presentation, when you go over to plan with them, you guys are agreeing and you're not saying, oh, but also we're going to add this medical student plan because nothing makes a medical student feel worse. So if when you're on the same page, your med student's going to look like a rock
1: star and your senior will know that you're the one behind it. So it's a win-win. I totally agree. I think making your medical students look amazing on rounds makes you look really good as an intern too. And this is also a great opportunity to kind of hone your teaching to where the medical student is at in their learning. If they're just learning how to put together a coherent presentation for the first time, tell them literally the words that you would say to present that patient, and they'll slowly pick that kind of stuff up over time. On the other hand, some more advanced medical students might be more prepared to be focusing really hard on those details of the assessment and plan, and you can really make sure that you're on the same page when they recommend things on rounds. Finally, you can also use medical students. You remember very distinctly, I remember it myself, being a student and feeling like I was just slowing everything down on the team. Do not let that be the case for your medical students. Ask them to help you with tasks like drain poles, grabbing dressings on rounds, presenting and discussing patients if you have multidisciplinary disposition rounds in your hospital. All of these are great learning opportunities for students and it helps them to be more involved and feel more helpful to the team. You also will learn how to teach somebody to the point where you trust them with a task, which is something you will repeat over and over and over again throughout your training and into your attending life. And finally, you'll get a little break, which is great.
0: In addition to these teachable moments throughout the day, if you have a break period where it's maybe 30 minutes between cases or you're done with clinic and maybe waiting for the entire team to go over the list in the afternoon and see what's left to be done, that's a great time to actually have a sit-down kind of teaching session with med students. And I would say the best way to go about these is have a few really well thought out high yield topics that you feel comfortable talking about in your back pocket so you can pull them out. For example, one of my go-to lectures with med students is the spectrum of benign biliary disease. This is really high yield information. You know they're gonna see it on their self-exam and especially if they're on very sub-specialized services, for example, in our hospitals, sometimes our residents student won't really even see maybe a and butter cooley case if they're not necessarily on HPB or one of our community hospitals. So this way you can ensure that they get a little bit of clinical information about how to manage these different types of pathologies for them.
1: So Shanaz, these are great tips in general for getting students through their surgical rotations, but what do you do with those students who really don't want to do surgery? That's really
0: a key question, because I feel like especially if you have medicines sort who of are dreading going on to surgery, it almost feels like pulling teeth sometimes when you're trying to get them involved. And that's not what we want the rotation to be. The one thing I tell all of my medical students is that I really don't care what specialty you want to go to. Even if you're not going to go into surgery, you're probably going to come across a post-surgical patient at one point or another. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're not going into surgery, it's always really helpful to kind of know in your back pocket what's going on in these surgical patients. So it's maybe not a black box when you see them as an intern in your field of choice later. So that's kind of the little spiel I give to any medical student that comes on the service. And that way I can also maybe give them a little bit of motivation to be interested in our cases, want to see the patients, and then another I remind them is like this is the only time you'll get to go into an aura if you're not interested in surgery. So maximize the amount of time that you
1: have with that opportunity because no other time will you get to go and watch these really cool surgeries being done. I, you know, go into every rotation with every new medical student. If they're not going to be a surgeon at the end of that rotation, I want them at least to, you know, maybe question their decision to go into something else. <laughs> so I try Love to be it. very convincing. I think, in general, for students who know that they don't want to do something surgical for their long-term career, you can still teach really important lessons to them on their month or so that you might work with them. Um, these fall into, in my mind, two big buckets. One is the universal lessons that we can teach as, as physicians, and the second is real crossover events that happen between their chosen specialty and ours. In terms of those universal lessons, really, surgeons are great medicine doctors. Uh, we do a ton of medicine. We do a ton of radiology. Look at those things together, think about patient management, look at scans together, triage pages, talk through perioperative management of chronic conditions. All of these are things that every single physician at some point or another is going to have to at least think about in their careers. And so those can be made really universal lessons to just make them better doctors. You also can teach the management of urgent or acute patient problems in the hospital. These are almost always gonna be great opportunities for learning and debriefing with your students after they happen. And finally pager management organization and efficiency are going to help them no matter what they end up going into and teaching and encouraging the students to think out loud is going to make them stronger on every single future rotation that they go on to those crossover bucket of lessons i think about really what they're going to go into if they have a chosen career path it's great because you know that a PCP or an internist is going to often see consults for hernias, abdominal pain, upper GI complaints, cancers or cancer screening. And these are things that cross over really heavily with surgical learning and, and teaching. So these are things that you can have your students work on to become more comfortable with. Uh, future proceduralists, even if they're not going into a strict surgical profession, They can learn from bedside procedures. Even pulling a JP drain has steps and setup to consider that can be applicable to other specialties. Uh, And they also will use imaging heavily. So things like bedside ultrasound, reviewing CT scans, reviewing x-rays is all gonna be relevant for a lot of those future proceduralists that you'll work with. And then, you know, for students who really don't know what they want to do, give them the potpourri. I think giving them the full breadth of surgical care of these patients, um, including the operations, but also including those inpatient medical management type things, can really give them a sense of whether this is a field that they can see themselves working in someday. In addition to teaching on the floors you'll be able to teach these students in
0: ORs. And I think once you become more comfortable doing different parts of surgery, like opening and closing throughout the year, you'll be able to talk a little bit more about how to do the steps of these skills. And then later on, they can walk them through simple operative skills as well. But as you are teaching these medical students, remember it's, it's their first time. Think back to your first time. And I bet there's a lot of things that you do without even thinking that you might have to explicitly explain to them to get them to the next level in terms of closing or holding the scalpel, holding that needle holder, et cetera. If you don't know why they're struggling, do it yourself in slow motion after watching them or do the motion with them if you're teaching them how to throw a knot and then see what that your hand motion or you're doing differently than they are. And that can often elucidate kind of where the error is. Outside of those technical skills, review the cases with the students afterwards, talk about what steps were done, if they had any questions on why anything was done in a particular way, make sure they understood anatomy and answer whatever questions they have left after end of the case. And then again, kind of what we were talking about earlier, just as you keep sutra on yourself to kind of practice your throws or you have a needle driver on hand to practice handling instruments, do the same with them. If uh, it's a little bit of a downtime or you're waiting around OR for the patient to come to the room, throw some knots then with them, hold some instruments, talk about how to do some basic one-on-one surgical skills and you'll really help them out in the OR.
1: Yeah, I can't emphasize that enough. If your student can throw a great knot in the operating room, it only makes you look better as their resident. I think finally... Our last segment here will be just being the resident that you really wished you had as a student and think back to when you were that scared MS3 coming onto your surgery rotation, not knowing where anything is or who anybody was that first day. Be the resident that you wish had reached out to you and shepherded you through that month. That means that before cases and rounds, as you get to know your attendings and your senior residents, give your students a heads up beforehand about what questions they might get. This can be really educational for them. It doesn't have to just be you giving them the answers to those questions, but if you tell them the topics to look up the night before and let them study and take notes on their own, again, they come in looking really slick in the operating room when they can answer the questions that you've given them a little mini heads up about. I also think that referring to students by their names, I really try to avoid just referring to them as my medical student. For some reason, that really irked me as a student. I was like, I'm working on a doctorate. I'm 28 years old. I don't (laughs) need this. (laughs) So I think that acknowledging the fact that they are intelligent and fully formed adult human beings that are your colleagues and really your future colleagues is really important to remember as you frame introductions to people around the hospital. So I try to refer to them as either student doctor XYZ or XYZ, one of the medical students who's working with us on our team when I'm introducing students on my service to staff or to patients. And I think just even those small steps to show that you respect their learning and you respect them as human beings can go a really long way in in improving their experience on your service. I really agree with that. As a medical
0: student, I appreciated whenever I was acknowledged as part of the team. In addition to acknowledging medical students, I always appreciated when my residents advocated for me, especially when I had residents that realized I wanted to go into surgery, finding ways to Remind maybe the attending that they're in the room so maybe they can throw some stitches or maybe close a port side incision or go with another team member to go see a consult. It goes a long way. And then if you really are done for today, don't forget to ask if they can go home. You remember as a message and how annoying it was to maybe sit around and not be as productive with your time uh, once it felt like the patient care was over for today. So ask you for them to go home. Now you're that person I guess to dismiss them.
1: Overall, I think students can be super intimidating, a lot of fun, and can really help you solidify everything that you're learning as an intern. Find ways to incorporate them. Remember that they are, just like you, incredibly smart and motivated and bring a lot to the table. I think if you learn how to use them and use yourself as an educator, you'll have a lot of fun with medical students on your team. All right, we'll see you for the next episode of our Intern bootcamp.